Huh, okay. Thank well, you thank you for listening okay. to Not Another Mothcast. <laughs> I just cut her off. She was talking <laughs> and I concluded right all over. Thank you for listening to Not Another <laughs> Dude, you cannot. Um, so, no, stop. You cannot say I concluded all over her. You can never, ever say that again. Okay. <laughs> Promise me. <laughs> you will cut that. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I will not. That is for sure. Well, Laura <laughs> said sure it, not, not me. Episode. Laura said it. No, we'll play no, it back no. for the people. Thank you You'll for listening it. to Not Another Momcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Danielle. Welcome back to Not Another Momcast. Welcome back. Today, we are going to bless you fine people with the third installment of Game Night, a nice little thing that we like to do when we don't have a particular topic in mind and decide that we will do something light and fun that inevitably turns into an actual competition and may or may not ruin our friendship and families. But first, let's get into Boom and Bust, Danielle. What do you have? Sorry, guys. The panic on Danielle's face <laughs> when she remembered that we're recording and she has to talk was priceless. <laughs> I was so enthralled by your intro that I was like, oh my God, I have a job to do. Um, okay. Thank you for handing that over. My boom is that I'm on another health journey. Okay. Round of applause snaps, people, for me. We love a journey for you. I love a journey for me. And it has been a second since I've been on one. So yeah, I'm on a health, wellness, fitness journey. I am now five days in. I'm cold and I'm tired. And so it does <laughs> feel like I'm going to crack, but I'm going to see this thing through all the way. Six weeks is the plan and I'm going to do it. You can do it. You can do this. What is it? What are you doing? I'm like blindly just encouraging you. For all I know, the fitness journey is like eating rocks every day or something. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your journey this time? I am a little scared to try to explain it to you. Okay, so my sister... My sister told me about this podcast, American Glutton, and on this episode was Dr. Ian Smith, and he wrote this book called Netflix, which I know what you're thinking. You think I'm saying Netflix because that's what I looked up, the Netflix diet. It's not. <laughs> it's Metflex. <laughs> like metabolic flexibility. You got it? Got it. Got it. Got it. Important distinction. Very important because then it was like, did you mean Metflex, idiot? And I was like, I did, I think. And so- I found it, I bought it, and now I'm trying it. It's like a six-week thing, and I think that the general idea is that, okay, you know when you do a certain exercise, our bodies are built to be as efficient as possible. Yeah. So then you hit a plateau because your body's like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. That's why we like get stuck at these plateaus, I think. Again, not a fitness trainer, not a scientist, not a doctor. And I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. So then this guy's logic is Dr. Ian Smith was your eating works the same way. So now he puts together this plan to help shake it up all the time between your exercise and your eating so that you burn carbs and fats 
because sometimes when you eat carbs, like your body just holds on to the carbs, but it burns fat better. But now it's like, it's going to trick your body constantly so that you're able to burn both efficiently or like, I guess not efficiently, like struggling. (laughs) (laughs) You're forcing your body to struggle. Yeah. Okay. I hear what you're saying. All laughter aside, there is something that makes sense to me about the idea of not letting your body get comfortable and used to the new routine. I do feel like my body adjusts really quickly to workout routines and stuff like that. Like I don't feel sore, which you're not supposed to be like super sore, but I just, I just feel like I get accustomed to things really quickly. So that's an interesting idea. I knew that in terms of exercise, that it's important to switch it up, but I never thought about that in terms of diet. So that's interesting. You have to keep us posted. I will. I will. I'll I'll update you every time we record because at some point the six weeks will be over and I will be a new person. Can I also just say one more tiny boom? Yeah. It's that dumb dads reshared something that we shared of them on their account. And that... (laughs) was very exciting because we love dumb dads. Oh my gosh. Yes. We were for sure fangirling out about that one. Yeah. They are hilarious. They are basically doing what we hope to do at some point with their content creation in terms of what they do on their social media anyway. And they're just out there representing the dad perspective, which we say all the time is just so grossly underrepresented in in an honest way real way. They are actually the stay-at-home parents in their relationships. So they are like for real in the thick of this whole dadding thing. And I just love them. I think they're so great. They're great. At least one of them has a wife whose account is also hilarious. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, when they reshared our story, that was like a, oh my gosh, we're like friends kind of. (laughs) So uh, that felt really exciting. Pod swap. Yeah. (laughs) That would be so intimidating. Please don't ask us I know we were just like (laughs) staring at them the whole time. (laughs) What do you guys want to talk about? (laughs) They're like, you invited us onto your show, idiot. Could you imagine how much I'd sweat? Okay. Anyway. (laughs) I cannot. I literally cannot imagine how much you would sweat. Anyway, thank you, dumb dads. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Um, My bust. My bust is that my intrusive thoughts and anxiety are taking me on a fun, wee little ride every night as I'm trying to fall into a peaceful slumber. I close my eyes and like, bam, there they are. And I am fixated on death right now. I'm ill-equipped to handle anybody else in my entire life dying again. So (laughs) I hope you all hear that. immortality forever. And I am also worried about like, am I going to die? Is my husband going to die? We can't have another kid because I can't, we can't afford two kids on one income. And so it's just not going well. Also, I'm also thinking in the dark, do spirits visit me? Will they visit me if it's dark? Okay. Okay. There's a lot going on there. (laughs) You know that I very much want to unpack it. Um, I love knowing that you fall asleep thinking about my death and, um, I promise to stay immortal forever. So we've got that got that locked down. I also already made that promise to Christopher, who the other day okay. we were driving somewhere. He was driving. And so he starts off out of the driveway and I haven't buckled my seatbelt yet. I'm like still rearranging the 18,000 cups that I have all around me at all times. And he's like, babe, put your seatbelt on because if you die and leave me with these two kids, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> so I'm not allowed to die for multiple reasons. So don't worry. I just need to know that 
that I'm not alone in hyper fixating on the thought that like one of the two of us, like (laughs) I was talking about like my husband, but I'm also realizing like it could be you or me. (laughs) So one of the (laughs) four of us dies. Like I don't, are any other parents out there constantly thinking about them or their spouse dying and what we're going to do about that? Like what are our next steps? I am thinking about it all the time and I'm scared. It's a good question. I assure you, you're not the only one who thinks about it. I also have to advocate for some kind of therapeutic help for the fact that it is constant (laughs) because it's not like uncommon. It just shouldn't be constant. But that's it. That's all I'm going to say. That's my obligatory statement to get help that I probably say at least once an episode. And I want to circle back to the spirits, but not right now. Not right now. Okay. I did get on Talkspace. So. Oh, Okay. I love that. I want to talk about that more, but again, not right now. Right now I'm going to go ahead and plow through my boom and bust (laughs) because again, I have to edit this shit. So like, let's keep it rolling. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's honestly, I love it. It's just, this is again, I'm going to remind everybody this is part of our, what we're calling our maternity series where I have like 0.2 seconds a day to do something for myself, which is going to count as editing this podcast. Self-care working (laughs) that's my self-care so I have to try to not make it like the worst thing ever for me by just talking and talking and talking and derailing us which I usually do so I'm going to stay on track and I'm going to go to my boom which is that we are seven weeks into having a second child by the time this comes out I think it'll be eight weeks and I have managed to get out of the house and do social things a couple of times now which is like really exciting and makes you feel like a superhuman when you juggle yeah two kids for some kind of social outing to be fair my husband was present for both of them so it's not like I was like flying solo because that is a whole different struggle Mm -hmm. but we were able to wrangle a toddler and a newborn to a couple different things one of them was a wedding for our dear dear friend Ian who does listen to this or at least used to listen to this Ian you better still be listening to this absolutely are you out there Ian and his beautiful wife, Blair. It's it's so funny to me because every time you mention someone, you're like, I'm not going to say their name. They might not be comfortable with that. And I'm like, here's their full name and address <laughs> and phone number and social security number. <laughs> but Ian and Blair are fantastic. They got married a little bit earlier this month and we made it out to that. And that was so sweet and very fun and meltdown free, which was amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Right. Like that's asking too much. And then just a couple of days ago, we went to my daughter, one of her best friends from school. She had a birthday party and it was our first bounce castle <gasps> situation, which is did, like... Did you bounce? I did not bounce. Okay. I'm not in a physical oh, yes, place yes, to be <laughs> bouncing. <laughs> Actually, honestly, I probably could have bounced, but there are so many small children in there. I would have sent somebody flying for sure. Don't challenge yourself. You know what? You're right. Just because you can doesn't mean you should right now. So um, she, though, got to have that experience. And, you know, that's like a... It's like a quintessential childhood moment right there. That's fun. Yeah. And it was really sweet and she had a great time and I had the baby and everything was going well. I was like patting his little back and he was in a a wrap on me. And so I was touching his back and felt a wet spot 
and was like, oh, God, I had just taken that wrap out of the laundry because he had had a blowout a couple days before that in that wrap. The way that he's wrapped in it, it just shoots things up the back of his diaper instead <laughs> yes. of sitting where it's supposed to go. So he had a movement. It went way up the back of the diaper all over the wrap. And I'm like, oh, God, OK, well, I'm going to go inside and change him. And of course, these people are super nice and they have kids. So they're like, oh, just go up to this room. There's a changing table, blah, blah, blah. So I go up to change him and I open up the diaper bag. And I realized that even though I had checked it quickly before we left and saw his diapers, plural, that was not actually what I saw. What I saw was one of his diapers, thank God, but everything under that were the old size my daughter used to wear, not the size that my infant child wears now. And on top of that, there's not a single onesie to be found. So obviously, if he's blown out through the diaper and the wrap he's in, the onesie in between those two layers is also soiled beyond salvation right now. Salvation, rookie. (laughs) Salvation. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'm like, oh, man, well, you know, it's a warm day. It was an outside party and we're just going down in a diaper. I'm not going to be able to put him back in the wrap because that's covered in poopies and he's not going to be in any clothing, but it's okay. He's going to be fine. It's not like cold or dangerous outside. So I go back down and I'm holding him and I explain to the three people that I encounter that I am obviously very much out of practice with this whole traveling with a newborn (laughs) thing. And it's time to cut the cake a couple seconds later. So the mom of the of the birthday girl is calling everybody inside. And as we're kind of funneling through the door, I'm standing next to this very nice lady who has a baby of her own. She has a six-month-old there. And she has a couple of boys. So she turns to me and she goes, hey, totally random, but I'm like done having kids. So do you need like baby clothes? Like, could I pass some to this mutual friend of ours who's hosting this party and she can pass them on to you? Cause I have like so many boy clothes. And I was like, that's so sweet of you. Yes. I'll totally take it. I love hand-me-downs circle of life. Keep on giving. And if there's anything that I don't need, I'll just pay it forward. And I'm all cheery. And she's like, great. And she walks through the door. And as I'm standing there waiting for my turn, I'm like, Okay, there's nothing random about that offer whatsoever. I am standing here with a naked baby waiting to go in to get our birthday cake. She probably was like, this poor lady, this urchin family can't afford clothing for their child. They've gone through their one allotted onesie for the party and that's it now. They're shit out of luck. So... Um, yeah, I just, (laughs) that is the second time I heard that. (laughs) And I still (laughs) think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so so apparently it's been just long enough since I've been traveling with something that can blow out its diaper that I forgot <laughs> that you need to bring a change of everything when you do that. Oh, and then to top it off, as we're standing there cutting the cake, he proceeds to fill the second diaper that I had put oh him in. And again, I knew there wasn't another diaper in that bag. So it's just like, oh, God, <laughs> I... I am the mother of the year. So yeah, that's my my boom and my bust as we've gotten out, but we really need to work on that. <laughs> but you know what? You're getting out. I like I think about seven weeks postpartum with my child. Are you kidding me? I don't think I left the house for like three months. Well, yeah. And especially for us, though, with our firstborns, it was a freaking global pandemic, as we say constantly, right? right. But it bears repeating because even if we had wanted to go out and try to be brave, there wasn't a lot of places to go. So no, there's that. 
but yeah, it definitely is also just different. Like you're a little more cavalier, I think, the second time around, or at least I have been. Let's play games. Yeah, let's play some games. Let's move on to the games. So we have for sure three games that we want to play tonight. The top three are going to be What's That Sound? Which is a very relatable parent question to ask. What is that sound (laughs) that I hear in the other room? It's concerning. Or the lack of sound, equally concerning Mm -hmm. for that matter. The Whisper Game, where we're going to take turns trying to guess what the other person is saying in sort of a lip reading situation. And then... One of the fan favorites, or at least our favorite, which is Name That Tune, where we butcher a song by humming it in a super embarrassing way to each other for all of you to enjoy. (laughs) So I think we should start with what's that sound. And I think the best thing to do is going to be to turn off your camera when it's your turn to make the sound so that I can't actually see anything. I can only hear the sound. Yeah, because I'm not doing cheating. Like, I will end you. I I know. Okay. As I mentioned in the intro, this does get actually competitive <laughs> very quickly. Now, do you want to make a sound first or do you want to receive a sound first? Let me receive a sound first. All right. I've got my first one here. Ready? Okay. Okay. Camera's going off. Okay. Here we go. Oh my God. It's a bag. It's a, is it a Kit Kat? <laughs> so mad. You and Michael can just... Get lost with your Kit Kat and lasagna idea. Is it a bag of sweets? It's not a bag of sweets, although that's a good guess. I'm, and we're getting three guesses. So okay. here, it's not a Kit Kat. That's strike one. It's not a bag of candies. That's strike two. I'm going to give you one more, even though I know this is asking a lot for you to nail exactly what's in this bag, but I'm going to try anyway. Balloons. A bag of balloons. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Camera's going back on. Let's see if you recognize it by looking at it. Do you recognize these bad boys? Oh my god, they're hospital socks. They're slipper it's the socks. Hospital socks. Yes. Yeah. When you have a baby, they give you these terrible non-skid patient slippers. Oh my god, did they give you a gift basket? Why is it still in the package? In the bathroom, there was like a little sweet drawer thing filled with different things. And Chris was like, we're paying for this. And he <laughs> emptied all of it into our hospital bag. So we have like three pairs of adult non-slip slippers. You can give them to guests when they visit your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Okay, I'm turning my camera off. Okay. Can you see me? Nope. Okay. Oh, Oh, I know that. I know that. That's those tubies, those plastic tubes. Genius. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That sound is so satisfying oh, to good, me. That good, good, crinkly, good. crunchy. Hopefully, we didn't just deafen all of our listeners. I'm sorry. You can tune that down, right? Very well. Could be a very sensory attacking episode. So sorry, everybody. ASMR warning. Sorry. Yeah, five minutes into it. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Okay. All right. So just, you know, casually keeping track of the score. I'm currently winning. Here is my next... Look on her face. I say things just to make you mad. Can you turn your camera off? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Ready? Here we go. Is it a keep, a keep keyboard? Nope. A calculator. Good guess, though. No. Here. Hold on. 
you're flipping through a book. Yes, got it on the third one. I'm flipping through a book. And it's not just any book. This little book is called Don'ts for Wives. (laughs) And it was written in 1913. And it is being serious. Okay. So let me just <laughs> let me just pick you out a couple of gems of information. I keep it on my desk and I laugh at it because I probably do every single one. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Here's one. Page 12. Don't quarrel with your husband. Remember, it takes two to make a quarrel. Don't you be one of them. Lovers quarrels may be all very well, but matrimonial doses are apt to leave a bitter flavor behind. The quarrels of spouses are not always the renewal of love. Oh, right after that, don't say I told you so to your husband. Are you kidding me with these? Get out of here. Get out of here. That is what my marriage is based on. (laughs) Oh, I like this one. Don't think your baby is as interesting to everyone else as he is to you. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing, though. That's true. That's a good one. No, I like that one. Yeah. Okay, I'm turning my camera off. No, you're done. Okay. Okay. I'm done. I'm done reading (laughs) Don'ts for Wives. That was written a hundred years before I got married. And it is ridiculous to me that anybody ever (laughs) believed those things. You know, right? And it is still good. All right. Oh, my goodness. Are those buttons on something? Are you pressing buttons on something? No. Is it... It's like crackly plastic. This crackly plastic. Whoa. <laughs> what is happening over there? Well, I'm what just the heck making... is that sound? Well, you have one kind of okay guess. Is it jelly beans in an no. Easter egg? No. Oh. Is it? You get one more guess. I need you to hurry up. Crinkling a plastic cup. No. Reveal. Magnetiles. Oh, man. I yeah. 100% should have gotten that. <laughs> there are magnetiles in like every room of this house. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. My turn. This will okay. be my last one. I'm just going to do this one last one. Okay. Ready? Ready. That's not it. This is it. Oh, ouch. Rubber band. Ow. Oh, good guess, but no. <laughs> Oh my god, are you hurting yourself? No. What is that? It's not a rubber band. A no. hair tie. No, nope. is One it more elasticy? Yes. No. You're slapping something. Is it a slap bracelet? No. Ugh, All what right. is it? Reveal. <gasps> oh my god. That had me worried. In my ears. <laughs> I'm putting the cap on a pen is what I'm is what's happening while she's screaming. Ow, ow. <laughs> okay. Ready? Right, your last one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have a little mini vacuum too? <laughs> no, but I do need one. Then the other thing that immediately comes to my mind is a bubble wand or like the motorized bubble wands, you know, where you pull a trigger and it like blows the bubbles for you. Oh, still no. No? (sighs) A razor? An electric razor? No. It's it's a frother. (laughs) Oh, 
Okay, would not have guessed that. But I like no. how you really sent me for a, a little emotional roller coaster there thinking I had it when I was like a razor. And you were like, no, it's a frother. Psych. Jerk. That was fun. What's next? That was fun. Okay, the next one is the whisper game. So what's going to happen okay. there is instead of turning off cameras, we very much need the visual, which immediately puts me at a huge disadvantage because your video, <laughs> like the bandwidth that you have available to you from the middle of nowhere where you live is not good for video and you're kind of just a pixely mess. So I love Godspeed for me going into so this I game. Better win but what's going to happen you better win this one. And what's going to happen is we're going to take off headphones when it's our turn to guess. So the other person will say into the microphone, whatever their sentence is. The other person cannot hear it without these headphones on. So we will remove headphones and try to guess what they're saying based on watching their mouth move. But the listeners will be able to hear it. So, okay. Do you want to give or receive on this one? Okay, I'll I'll give it. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll take my headphones off. Okay. All the way off. Can you hear all me? Right. I cannot hear you at all. So. Okay. Are your eyebrows on fleek? Are you? Are your? Your. Are your? Eyebrows on fleek. Eyebrows, hash browns, hash browns or eyebrows for eyebrows. sure. One of those eyebrows. eyebrows. Yes. Hash are, browns. Hash browns. I, are your hash browns? No. Eyebrows. <laughs> eyebrows. Eyebrows. Yes. Are your, are your eyebrows. eyebrows on? On? Are your eyebrows on? Fleek. 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 On fleek. <gasps> oh, oh my God. Fleek. I don't oh remember that God. expression. Are your eyebrows on fleek? <laughs> yes, yes, girl. Yeah. They are. Thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, I'm really, <laughs> that's great. I'm really <laughs> amazed that I got that one. Okay. Okay, ready? I'm ready. You, you have, have tiny buttocks. Oh my God. I'm scared to say what I think it is because it's inappropriate. <laughs> is it inappropriate? <laughs> Did you pick an inappropriate? No. Kind no, of? I mean... You're going to make me hear say me, something uncomfy. Buttocks? Is it, no, not it's not really. No, not really. Buttocks is not. It's a very, very polite. Can you start from the beginning? Yes. You have. You have. Tiny. Ten. Tiny. Ten. Ten. Tennis. <laughs> tiny. You have tennis practice at 11. <laughs> <laughs> you have tiny buttocks. You have tiny buttocks. You have tiny buttocks. Ten boxes. <laughs> you have tiny buttocks. You have tiny pencils. <laughs> okay, okay. Put your headphones back on. Did I get it? <laughs> no. You have tiny buttocks. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not going to say what it looked like, but it okay. was a body part and it wasn't what you said. <laughs> Well, you couldn't hear me, but you're like, is it inappropriate? I'm like, it's buttocks. Like, it couldn't be the more polite version of an inappropriate word. All right, it's your turn. I'm taking my headphones off. Okay. <clears throat> ready? I'm ready. Your, your, your hair tastes like strawberries. Your hair looks drunk. <laughs> your hair, <laughs> your hair tastes like strawberries. Your hair looks like drama. You say that to my daughter every day. 
your hair looks like drama. Let me brush it. I am going to adopt that. Your hair tastes like strawberries. Your hair tastes like strawberries? Yes. Yes? Yes. Your hair tastes like strawberries? Put your headphones on. How? Did you see it? I don't know. All of a sudden, tastes like strawberries became very clear to me, but I thought that can't possibly be right because who says your hair tastes like strawberries? I don't know, but I liked it, so I chose it. It's making me gag just thinking about, you know how I feel about having hair in my mouth. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Okay. You want to do one more? Yeah, I'll do one more. You did too. This is my second one. Okay. It puts the lotion on its skin. Ducks put lotion on their skin. Pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. I'm pretty, pretty close. close. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm pretty close. It. Kids. It. Kids. It. Eats. Inch. It. Intestines. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. Inch put lotion on their skin. It puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Kids put lotion on their skin all the time. <laughs> okay, put your headphones on. <laughs> all the time. Okay, what? <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> That's a weird sentence. It's a little silence of the lambs. Serial killer reference. Okay. Humble jams? Yes. Little mumble jams. We're going to play Name That Tune. Mm. Do you want to mumble first or guess first? Let me guess first because I'm not prepared. Are you prepared? Okay. This might be a good one to start with. I feel like, well, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) I'm always thinking it's obvious and then it comes out of me and I'm like, oh God, not even close. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Pump up the jam, pump it up. I was hoping it would be a good one to kick it off, and I see that it, it clearly was. So, <laughs> okay, okay, I have one. Are you ready? Yes. I'm trying not to laugh hysterically. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Okay. <laughs> Mamma Mia, here we go again. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. My kid requests that song. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because she calls me Mamma Mia. That's right. So I played that song. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Oh, you know what? I'll do one that my kid is really obsessed with right now that every time I hear it reminds me of you and your sister. Reminds me of Nikki. Okay. Okay, ready? Ready. I'm going to start with, this part isn't actually, the very beginning isn't actually going to be words, but it's a very important part of the song for me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. God. Has a start.
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so hard to hum that song. I'm crying. You know that, but it's like do 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 do. Oh my god, that was good. All right, your turn. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, that's Mario. Is that Mario? (laughs) I'm so confident. Oh, that's Mario. (laughs) What I wish everyone could see is your slight pumping of your arms. A little bit of a flap, like a chicken dance going. Okay. It must be some kind of rap or hip hop song based on what you're doing with the rest of your body. But I do not even a little bit recognize what you're Girls, doing. What's my weakness, men. Oh, oh okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay. That's good. I was not ever gonna guess that. I can tell you that for sure. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do one more. I'm gonna throw it back to high school, hanging out in your basement, listening to this one particular CD on repeat. Oh boy. I don't remember you having a dance for this one specifically, <laughs> but but this was one of our favorites from this album. Okay, ready? Ready. She's getting so into it. But you're coming with me. I wish you would think your eyebrows are like, yes, absolutely. This is my favorite part. My eyebrows are on fleek, honey. Yes, they're they're fleeking out. All right, let me keep trying. I want to say it's like postal service. No, older, okay. way older. Oh, 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 mm-hmm. low old. Together. Yes. Music was made for love. Cruising was made for love. Or something. Yes. I love it when we're cruising together. Oh my God. That's a good song. Oh, that was good. The Golden Oldies, Volume 9. Whoa. I've got to go listen to that. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Ain't no holla back girl. Yes. Ain't no holla back girl. Oh my god, I'm very good at humming. You're so ta- you're a talented vocalist. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. That's I'm calling it right there. Okay. I'm calling it. Well, did you Wrap have fun? Mom's morning in. Did we have fun together? <laughs> I always have fun with you. Did you have a little bit of fun? I had a lot of fun and I just, I, I love you and I miss you. I love you and I miss you. Do you have dumps? I do. So let's uh, let's continue the fun. Okay. Ready? Okay. Ready? Let's lighten things up. It's time for the brain dump. All right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? 
I'll go. Okay, so isn't it wild that all bodies are different, but that we all generally fit into like certain sizes that are like universal? I thought about this specifically for like shoe size, because some people have narrow feet, wide feet, bony feet, <laughs> but like you're, you're still going to fit in an eight. You know what I mean? Isn't that weird? You know, I never thought about that, that everybody is so dramatically different and unique. Be mad at your clothes and stuff because we should be tailored. Everything should be tailored. But instead, we're like, no, you have to fit into this size if you want to buy it at chain store. Be mad about it. Yeah, you have to fit into this size and look like the freaking mannequin does with it on, which is so unrealistic. Oh my God. There's other things to be mad about when it comes to sizes, especially for women. Like the fact that our ideal is to be a size zero. Do you know what message that sends subliminally that we should take up no space? This is a whole thing that I am going to rant about another time. The closer to zero you are, the more ideal you are. Really? Are you serious with that? Honey. That's terrible. It's disgusting. We are allowed to take up space. You are dropping sound bites like crazy. We have to do an episode. We should do another body image episode. Yeah. Okay. Then I was thinking about in Carson's episode where she was saying that acting is embarrassing. And I now think about it anytime I watch something. But I was also thinking, isn't it weird? Not in like an ageist way, but isn't it weird when somebody makes something that's super popular and is like timeless and now people will watch it for the rest of time, but you will always be remembered as that certain young age. And now like when I look back and I'm like, oh, and I Google them and they don't look like that. They look old. That's that's sad. You know, honestly, it is actually really tough, I think, for child actors, especially if they are really successful ones, because you are kind of always seen as that role that you played as a child, which is this fleeting moment for you physically and in every single way, right? And I think a lot of them end up never getting out of that shadow and or developing like really bad habits and drug problems and all kinds of stuff. I get it. Probably also from being exposed to that whole world as like a yeah. baby. So sad. I have a new paranoia that people hate the sound of my voice. <laughs> and I had this revelation that like, am I dry? Am I dry? Like, like a dry, snappy, fine red wine. <laughs> do you mean like the actual quality of your voice or do you mean your sense of humor and the way you deliver things? My personality. Yes. I mean me as a human being, because somebody said to me not that long ago, are you being serious? I can't tell you're so dry. And I was like, oh my God, am I offended or am I complimented? I don't know. But I always thought I was like over the top, bubbly, bubbly, obnoxious and like, <laughs> And now I'm realizing, when did that change? Or have I always been this way? You have to tell me about me. I think that you have always had that quality of being able to be very like dry and sarcastic and pretty deadpan in your delivery. But it was something that only people that were close to you would have known. Otherwise, everybody else got kind of like the bubbly, cute, fun, down for whatever. Oh my gosh, so happy to see you, Danielle. Um, Which was for sure a facade that you now don't have the time or energy to keep up. So now everybody gets the dry, sarcastic Danielle because you're a mom now. Is it hard to swallow, you think? Is that why people, is that why I can't make friends? (laughs) (laughs) So I know one likes me? No, I love that. I mean- I love that about you. And obviously, I'm also quite a sarcastic person. So I might be the wrong person to ask. But I think you don't need to change, girl. Don't go changing. Or chasing waterfalls. Um, Green (laughs) and Kalamata olives are just so mature. (laughs) 
excuse me? (laughs) When you think of an olive, okay, you think of like a black olive, a basic bitch black olive in (laughs) in a taco, right? But yes, when I see somebody eat like a green or Kalamata olive, I'm like, dang, that is sophisticated. (laughs) That person's got it together. They're the mature olives. Okay, go ahead. That's it. Oh, it's not even the person, it's the olive. No, it's the olive. And the person eating it is obviously mature, like me. But specifically, (laughs) if you looked at a category of olives, those ones are the top of the intelligent list. Okay. I would really like to circle back to making this category of olives and rating them in terms of being immature, childish, (laughs) dumb olives, all the way up to mature, sophisticated intellectually got it going on olives. I would like to come back to that idea. Okay. Uh, In the meantime, let me do my notes. So my session today starts with the past tense of wing it should absolutely be wang it. Tell me you disagree. Why not wung it? Okay. I could get with wung it. I could get behind. I wasn't sure what to do, so I just wung it. I wasn't sure what to do if I wang it. (laughs) Wang does, I guess, have another meaning. So I suppose suppose we should stick to wang to be careful for the children. Okay. My next one is something I keep hearing a lot lately. And that is in all of these different like documentaries and things that I watch, there's usually at some point a person explaining and kind of going back in time to when they met somebody or when something happened. And without fail, I have heard like four or five different people say, whenever I met him, we blah, 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 blah. Or like, whenever I was in high school, we met. Or whenever we got married in 2000. They keep saying whenever, when I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure it's supposed to just be when. Have you ever heard that? Someone's like, whenever we met... It was winter and so like he gave me a ride in his car and I really appreciated it. And I'm like, why are you saying whenever? Because that makes it sound like you have no idea. Right. But I keep hearing people do this. So I'm starting to think like, am I wrong? Is that the right way to say that? It can't be. No, it can't be. Because also if you're saying, okay, so I can understand when you were like, whenever we met and it was winter, I can understand like not technically knowing or remembering the year. But when you say like, whenever it was in high school, it's like, no, you know, when you went to high school, you know, the specific years you went to high school. So it's not whenever, like, you know, that's definite. It's when. Exactly. Or like whenever we got married, our parents were both there. Whenever, like you're not sure when that happened. Yeah. You know when it happened. The sentence should be when we got married. It's been driving me absolutely nuts. It should. Uh, this one will definitely be in a future episode. And I was just talking about this today with Chris driving back from dropping my daughter off at school about how I have noticed completely subconsciously and very much not intending to, but have sort of immediately started to expect more of my oldest child. Like that sort of narrative of you're the big one, you're the older one, you know better has already started to come into my mind. Now, in my case, my oldest child is three. So she's still very much a very young child. But it's just, I caught myself, like they're both crying and they're both throwing a tantrum. I I feel like I'm losing my patience faster with her than him because she's the older one. She should know better. And it's just so interesting how that, narrative sets in so quickly 
I want to talk about that. Yeah. As the oldest child in my family, I definitely want to talk about that. All right. So I'm putting a pin in expecting more of your oldest. Okay. I'm pretty sure I've said something to this degree before, but at what point will I stop having the best brain dumps as I'm falling asleep? And then I'll tell myself, oh no, you definitely will remember that tomorrow. You don't need to get your phone and write it down. Idiot. Every single time. When am I going to stop doing that? You have to stop doing it because just write it down. Like you have double mom brain now. Yeah. And I'm not going to remember it tomorrow. No, absolutely not. It's not, not. happening. No. You, because Ugh. you have like seven days between nighttime and morning, by the way, with all of the wake ups and feedings. <laughs> I know. Easily. At least seven days between going to bed and waking up. Okay. Um, I'll never get over baby's reactions to ceiling fans. It is amazing. Like, why do we even buy baby toys? Just lay your baby down under a ceiling fan and just let them just go to town. My son is so happy to see a ceiling fan. It is so (laughs) cute. Um, Okay. And my last one is I've been watching a show that takes place in Canada, specifically in Quebec. So a lot of the characters go back and forth between French and English. And a lot of the characters have French names. And so one of them is named... Jean-Guy is his name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to me that that's a perfectly acceptable name in French, but in English, that name is Jean Guy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jean Guy. How's it going? (laughs) Like that guy really likes jeans. If you name your son Jean-Guy and then move to somewhere that speaks primarily English, he better be into jeans is all I'm saying. <laughs> Side note, there's another character in that show called, oh God, I don't, I'm, I don't speak French, but it's like Reine Marie, Reine Marie, R-E-I-N-E, which I'm pretty sure is French for Queen Marie oh, or probably Queen okay. Mary. So this, this bee is just walking around having everybody call her Queen Mary. And I just feel like <laughs> that's so ballsy of the French to have that just like be a name that you can have. I know I'm yeah I'm thinking about this a lot because people can just name their people anything yeah like in general across the world so we really messed up for sure yeah we really missed an opportunity with our children to not have them be called like Prince Edward no but we did choose like little old lady names and I love that for we did them. choose little old lady names <laughs> I also love that for them but again this is a real name it's like Ran Marie Ran Marie Ran Marie I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of Rain or Ren but I know because it, it means does sound like queen. you're saying Ran Marie and I think also what a fun name <laughs> Ron Marie <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's my conclusion of thoughts about French names translated to English the past tense of wing how it's correct to say whenever I met him and that I really have to get my life together and stop telling myself that I will remember these awesome brain dumps that are totally gone by the time I wake up you never will I never will. Okay. Well, this was so delightful. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy double mom life to grace us with your presence and your voice. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Not Another Momcast. You can find us on Instagram at Not Another Momcast or email us at notanothermomcast at gmail.com. However you listen, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, refer a friend. We'd love to hear from you. (laughs) (laughs) how professional was i just now so good and you ended it with this like like the look that the grinch gets (laughs) in the grinch who stole christmas animated version (laughs) when he realizes when his plan comes to fruition okay ready ready okay Okay, bye. bye